Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw bond yields falling sharply in response to some softer core price data uh, from the US GDP report, and that was despite otherwise stronger activity readings in the report. Uh, it also pushed the US dollar down a little, uh, in which case the Aussie and the Kiwi rebounded. While equities were weaker overall, S&P 500 was down 1.1%, uh, seemingly following developments in the Middle East more than anything else. And we also had the ECB rate decision, as was widely expected. It uh, held rates steady, didn't really change its settings nor guidance. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is up 0.1% on the day overall, but it was a mixed bag among the G10 currencies. Uh, some of them falling, some of them not much changed, and the likes of the Aussie and Kiwi doing okay. Uh, Aussie bounced off 62.70, which was a low since October, uh, up to 63.31, and the Kiwi bounced off a low since November of 57.74, up to 58.30. The Aussie Kiwi Cross didn't do much, ranging sideways between 108.48 and 108.78. In the interest rate markets, US two-year Treasury yields fell sharply from 5.14 to 5.02%, uh, and that came very soon after the release of the GDP data, with markets, as I said, focusing on that fall in uh, core PCE pricing indicator. The 10-year yield also fell from 4.99 to 4.84%. And market pricing for the Fed hasn't changed too much at all. The November meeting is seen as about a zero chance of a rate hike, but they've got about a third chance for a hike in February. In Australia, uh, government bond yields there somewhat followed those US moves, not as sharply. The three-year yield fell from 439 to 4.30%, and the 10-year yield fell from... 492 to 4.81%. Market pricing for the RBA, how does that look? Well, it changed significantly after that uh, CPI inflation reading earlier this week, which was stronger than expected. And uh, a number of analysts have changed their forecast for the November meeting, including Westpac's. Westpac now expecting a 25 point hike at the November meeting. Markets, what are they saying? Well, they're putting about a 60% chance of a hike on the 7th of November. Uh, they are, though, putting a 100% chance of a hike by February of next year. In New Zealand, not much changed there market pricing-wise. New Zealand had the opposite uh, surprise in its own CPI data uh, a couple of weeks ago, and markets are assigning about a zero chance of a rate hike in November, with only a 25% chance anywhere in the cycle. Uh, they're putting that as a possibility for February next year. In the commodity markets, Brent crude oil fell 2.6%. Uh, copper is unchanged, iron ore, a little change at $119, and so too is gold. Now, a bit more on the um, items which the market took notice of last night. We had US Q3 GDP data. Overall, it was stronger than expected. Under the bonnet, it was a mixed bag. Uh, markets particularly uh, noting the fall in core PCE uh, to an annualised pace of 2.4%. Prior reading was 3.7%. And that 2.4% annualised pace is the lowest since Q4 2020. So uh, that raised a few eyebrows. The ECB delivered what was widely expected, an on-hold decision. The deposit rate remains at 4%. 
no changes to the bond holdings. And uh, in terms of guidance, no explicit change. It did reference lower growth and inflation indications recently, but it reiterated uh, policy is data dependent. And we also heard uh, from another central banker, uh, Bank of Canada Governor Macklem. He said uh, they may not need to raise rates further if inflation slows as expected. Uh, so a dovish surprise from that quarter. On the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, in Australia, we'll have PPI inflation, not usually an attention grabber, but given that we had uh, an upside surprise in CPI this week, uh, uh, I'm sure markets will be paying attention to it. In New Zealand, we'll have monthly consumer confidence, which will continue probably to linger at low levels in the face of rising interest rates. In Japan, we'll have Tokyo CPI inflation. Uh, we might see a pickup in momentum there. And in China, we'll have industrial profits for the month of September, and, uh, expected to continue declining. And in the US, we'll have core PCE deflator for the month of September. Uh, that comes from the Personal Income and Expenditure Report. There'll probably be uh, enhanced focus uh, on this one, even though we've already had the third quarter PCE reading from the uh, GDP data last night. Uh, the markets will want corroboration and confirmation uh, from this reading tonight. So I think this will uh, be quite an important one for the markets. We also get uh, the University of Michigan's uh, final estimate of uh, inflation expectations readings. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.